Welcome to A Better Way Financial Radio with Frank and Nick Guida. Let's talk about it now. How can we fund long-term care right now? Well, there are four ways to fund long-term care. All right, let's hear a couple of them. <laughs> let's Not hear, all well, four. I'm going to tell, tell you all four, but <laughs> I won't spend a lot of time on all it. Right, the, first, the first way to, uh, to fund long-term care is to buy a long-term care policy. You know, there's a problem with that one. So, you know, it, it, you know, one, the underwriting is very stringent. You know, you have to be in really good condition, shape to uh, to get approved on one of those. Second, they they seem to go up in price pretty drastically. I mean, I, I can tell you, I had a client come in here and he he and his wife had these long term care policies, you know, that they had purchased years and years ago. And they had stayed the same rate, stayed the same rate, stayed the same rate. And now they're older. And a couple of years ago, they got a hit with an increase of 30%. Mm. And the next year, they got hit with another 30% increase. So all of a sudden, out of the blue, these things are getting so expensive. And then each year, they have to make a choice. Do I pay more money? Do I have my insurance decreased? Or do I drop the plan altogether? If I drop the plan, what happens? I lose the money that I put into it. You know, so they're they're having to make this choice and and it's painful to see. And I've sat with you know quite a few of these clients that had to make this choice and it's not good, you know. So it's not my favorite way to, to fund long-term care. The second way to do it is with life insurance. Okay. Um, the newer life insurance plans do have, or many of them have long-term care riders. So that what happens is if you come into a situation where you, you, you know, can't do two of the six activities of daily living, you can actually start drawing income from your death benefit and you can have that income coming in to take care of your long-term care expenses. Now, that still has to be underwritten, although the underwriting doesn't seem to be as stringent, quite as stringent as the long-term care underwriting. And the beauty of that is that the price doesn't go up. Now, the wonderful thing for the clients that I had spoken to about this that I was just talking about, they happen to have a couple of whole life policies, a couple of older whole life policies that, you know, they were they were doing okay. They had accumulated quite a bit of money into them, but they didn't have this long term care rider because they didn't exist way back then. So what we were able to do is we were able to show them how they could 1035 exchange the the initial life policies that they had into the newer life policies with this benefit. And what that did was give them the long-term care benefit that gave them great cash value growth, great insurance growth. I think they even wound up with more life insurance too. So it really worked out really, really well for them. You know, you got to be a little creative sometimes, Doug, you know, to help people find the answers that they're looking for and how to best do things. You know, the the third thing that you could do in some instances, uh, some of the annuities that are out there today have long-term care options and long-term care riders on them too. And those are the easiest to get because they, the underwriting is the least stringent. Basically, all you have to do is say that you can do all of the six activities of daily living currently. And then they will allow you to put that rider on there. So it's not like you're going to have to go to the doctor or you're going to have to get examined and they're going to have to write these, you know, go to get all this information from you. No, it's very simple underwriting. It really is. You just answer some questions saying that you're, you know, you're capable of doing all the six activities of daily living. And that's the third option. The fourth option 
is to self-insure. And that means that you're paying for it yourself out of your savings and that type of thing. It's, you know, some folks choose to do that. But the interesting thing is, I think a lot of people do that just by default. (laughs) <laughs> because they haven't thoroughly inspected the other options. I can see that. Yeah. You know, and and determine what the best path for them to take is. And I think it's important that you just don't default to one of the the things that you do spend the time to look at all four of them and say and really look at the pros and cons of each of them and say, "Hey, you know what? I think this is the best way for me to go." Rather than to do nothing and then wind up having to self-insure and, and not knowing where that's going to lead you. You know, when you say self-insure, it just kind of gets me really worried because health insurance is awfully expensive and uh, self-insuring seems like that's a great way to empty your bank account. Well, the, yeah, the self-insurance, it's not the health insurance that's going to get you here. It's the long-term care cost itself. I mean, if you have to go into... Uh, a nursing home facility, or even if you don't have to go into a nursing home facility, even if you can, you know, need some help at home. I mean, I have a a very good friend of mine, client of mine. He's when he turned sixty five, he that year had gotten a stroke, a debilitating stroke, and he was in a you know, and still is in a wheelchair, wow. and he's in his uh, late seventies now, you know, and he has been like that for years. And you know what? He has somebody come in to help out, get him started in the morning, help bathe, you know, bathe him or shower him in the morning, help him do a little bit of exercise and that type of thing. You know, we sit there and we think, oh, my, you know, my spouse can help me with that. My wife can help me. My husband can help me. Here's the problem with that. They're getting older too, you know, And, and his wife, wonderful, wonderful lady. I love her dearly. But you know what? She's got a back problem. She can't do the things that he needs to get done, you know, and so they have to pay somebody to come in a couple hours a day. And, you know, having a benefit to help with that is certainly helpful, you know, and if you don't have that benefit, guess what? That's what self-insuring means. That means that you're paying for it yourself. And whether it's at home or whether it's uh, in a nursing home facility where the prices really get expensive or assisted living all of these things can be really, really, really costly and deplete a, uh, a portfolio pretty darn quickly. Find out more at a abetterwayfinancial.com. Investment advisory services offered through a Better Way Financial LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. A Better Way Financial is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Frank and Nick Guida. NPN Insurance License Number One Nine Seven Eight Three Six Two and Number One Six Three Six Four Four Seven Eight.